Not a very good sleep, Lloyd. I think you're going to have to do a lot of the heavy lifting in this. Uh, not a very good sleep. Episode. So um, you usually go to bed at about 8 o'clock and wake up at 4. Is that right? Went to bed at 10, woke up at midnight for a couple of hours the, and then that's... back to bed. So, um, so yeah, not enough sleep at all. Um, bit tired. Bit of... we'll, we'll, we'll fight through. I haven't got much on today, which is quite good. Apart from, obviously, watching Scotland uh, miss out on another international tournament this evening. Well, um, so what, you woke up at midnight? Yeah, I woke up at midnight and, uh, and I went downstairs hoc? and watched TV for a bit. Uh, did you? Yes. Wide awake. Wide awake I was. I thought, this is. I'm not going back to sleep immediately. I'll go downstairs. I just sat, sat there and watched some TV for about an hour or so. And then bed at two? I think probably I was asleep back at around two. I can tell you exactly if you really want to know because I've got my um, Fitbit, of course. So let's just quickly go in and we'll find out what time I actually got back to sleep. Uh, the second time because it took me a while to get back to sleep um so i'm just going just going into it now bear with me caller um sleep yeah um 2 15 i got back to sleep and i woke up at 6 12 it's giving me a 60 sleep score it's not even acknowledged the sleep i had before midnight so yeah. um we just thought you were watching tv well yeah so so Bit of mystery there, but so, um, yeah, six hours sleep in total. No, I say I wouldn't. I, I think probably less by the time I got to sleep. I think probably we're talking the fives. Wow! So I got the very bare minimum for a fair sleep. I was one one sleep score point away from poor. Crikey! Yeah, How have you been? <laughs> yeah, good. Good. Thanks. Um, not to rub it in, slept quite well. Um, in my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. What I have noticed, though, and this is really boring, but absolutely brilliant for this podcast, um, I had been sleeping with two pillows, and I, just, I don't think I needed two pillows, and I've gone down to one, and sleeping much better, and waking up with much nicer feeling neck, not a euphemism. I sleep further down the pillow than my wife, I've noticed. It's like I'm, I'm a child, in that I'm a lot further down the bed when we're asleep. Like okay. she the head, my head's just on the pillow. Like neck upwards, there's no like. Yeah. Whereas I think I'd say her shoulders probably on the bottom of the pillow. Good pillow chat. I saw I saw someone <laughs> pillow talk. I saw someone the other week when I was leaving the Rose in Deal, which is where I stayed um, the day after my birthday. A little birthday treat that my girlfriend had sorted. As we we're checking out, I saw two men um, that had obviously. Um, had the same I think it stayed just one night as well they had their own pillow they took their own pillows with them oh which I thought was interesting a number of reasons you know they could not trust any other pillows apart from the ones that they own or um, hypoallergenic or due to their spine you just don't know do you I interviewed very, Dave very similar pillows I interviewed Dave Brailsford once who was the head of um, Clang uh, Sky Cycling um, and and um, GB cycling in the Olympics and stuff like that. So, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, um, I'm with Dave, yeah. Uh, so he I'm was. Um, so and he was brilliant because he's all about his marginal gains thing. And he was talking about the Tour de France and what they did um, there. And he was saying basically, like, you've just got to try and find every little minor bit you can improve. So he says there's some things that you can't change. Like they have obviously everyone on the tour. There's so many people they can't all fit in the same hotel everywhere they go. So they have to go in different things. So what they do is they rotate who goes in which hotel. Like, so you might get a five-star hotel one night and then you might be in a three-star the next night and it'll rotate round so everyone gets a fair amount in the best hotels sort of thing. But in some areas, there just aren't enough five-star yeah. hotel beds for everyone. 
um she said no you can't you can't control that because that's that's the rules you can't do anything but what they do is they get chris Froome or bradley wiggins would have their own mattress that they would take so said, you can't control what bed you get but you can take there's nothing in the rules against taking your own mattress and he was saying when you first tell people who work at the cycling team that they've got to lug around eight mattresses or whatever around France they're like what what might but then they eventually buy into it and go okay, okay fair enough so maybe they were he was a world um world class cyclist and just wanted to get a good <laughs> neck rest no offense to the two blokes absolutely yeah. not okay maybe yeah. they were world class in something else that is important to have exactly organists you know organists world-class organists yeah need, need to have good posture in order to be able to sit on the organ bench and use their feet as well as their hands so so there's every possibility they're taking a marginal gains approach to life exactly there we wow. go. well i didn't really think about it like that yeah. so anyway I, yeah, I had a good sleep thanks very much for asking mm-hmm. um i spoke to you yesterday yep that's going to be a common thing during lockdown then i went i drove to Elstree Studios did my TV record, finished, um, drove home. I then had a very chilled evening. Went for because I got home earlier than I thought I would do. No spoilers, no spoiler alert. No. Um, and then I decided to go for another run. Oh, I did quite a good run. I did 5.6k. That's which good. again for me, it's not bad at all. Uh, pace wasn't great, but I felt comfortable in doing it. My knees felt okay. My upper thighs, my thighs are feeling, are feeling a bit tough. But yeah, I just um, I, I, when I when I left the TV record, I think adrenaline had left my body, and I felt a bit like oh god, crikey! And also the fact that at the moment, ordinarily, I think you get right onto the next thing. But they're going well. The next thing's a week on Tuesday. <laughs> like yeah. The next TV at the moment, there might be things that crop up in the, in the meantime. And you know, I've got writing work, and I'm doing other projects, but actual TV recording or radio recording. I was like. It's a week on Tuesday. So I think my adrenaline dropped a little bit. I decided to go for a run and perked me right up. No end, Robbie. Felt absolutely brilliant when I got back from the run. I took a rest day yesterday of exercise and it was an annoying rest day because I didn't want to rest, but I also am aware that I don't want to get injured. So um, and so I rested yesterday. And um, But still, another 300 grams down. I'm beginning to think this isn't just weight loss and I'm st- actually dying. Really? Um, yeah, 2.3 kilos down in just over a week. Um, so, but but um, I have been eating well within my calories. So it does make sense. But health health anxiety is a massive thing at the moment. Is it with a yeah? I've done some reading on it. Health anxiety. You are more prone to think that you are dying or something bad with you. There's a really funny tweet last night from there's a comedian called Adam Rowe, and I think a few of you listen to his a few of the perverts listen to his podcast because I, when I went on his podcast. A few two or four. So, oh, Lloyd, you're right. Put your seats back in, boy. I saw a few comments saying. Um, give me a shout if you're a pervert and a lid so on Have A Word podcast they call them lids and we obviously call ours perverts but Adam Rowe, very funny comedian did a tweet yesterday saying health anxiety, oh a bit short of breath there are you lad bit heavy, probably Covid and you're asthmatic, RIP me after negative Covid test ha ha ha, negative, I'm fine you can't fuck with my head now health anxiety, oh are you really celebrating having lung cancer? cool <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is, and I saw a few comments underneath it. I had a little look, and uh, <laughs> there's there's a lot of people just be just agreeing. I've been like, yeah, no, yeah, that's ex- exactly that's exactly how I feel. And I think 
I, th- I think during a global pandemic where there is so much gloom and doom, and again, this isn't a political podcast, nor is it a medical podcast. I am not Fergus Walsh, nor um, that bloke that does the politics on the TV. But you do some, especially I, I have been during, during, during lockdown and when there is so much talk about COVID and people dying and, 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 and the like, that you, I, I literally, I will cough. I'm like, well, that's the end then, isn't it? That's me That's down. where I go. It's just, it's a slow puncture. Or I'll be running and I'll be like, oh God, I've got a pain in my leg. I'm like, that's probably deep vein thrombrosis. I mean, that's, I'll probably have to have my leg removed. So I think there's a lot of health anxiety during, um, so I think just you touching on that, I know it's a throwaway comment, but I think people's senses are heightened about health at the moment. And um, Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So I, th- I think we just need to get through this, get that, if we can all, the sooner we can all snort that vaccine, yep. the better. It's going to be quite exciting when vaccine comes out, isn't it? Yeah. What I have enjoyed as well is people going, uh, when it came out, just all the, not I wouldn't say necessarily anti-vaxxers, but the pessimists in this world. I've got a few friends who I follow on Facebook who are, were very pessimistic about this vaccine going, uh, only 90%. Right, uh, do you know what? I'll wait till it's 100%. And you're going, oh, you know that flu vaccine that most people take every year? That's 50%. So this is actually quite good. And the fact that so many people, so many medical experts are getting excited going, this is brilliant. Yeah. And yeah, it hasn't been tested on children or old people yet. And I'm sure they'll get around to that. And it's not been peer reviewed yet. So we, it's still not been given the green light or... You know, it's, it hasn't crossed the line yet, but it just makes me kind. Ninety percent. Well, do you know what? I'll wait for the other ten percent to take it first. Yeah, I've <laughs> been following like, the vaccine stuff relatively closely, sort of thing. And in the build-up before all that, they were sort of saying, if this is going to, if there's a vaccine over sixty percent, that's going to be brilliant. Well, they said like they that. said they'd approve anything over fifty percent. Yeah, but they were saying, but like, they they seem genuinely like, if it's over sixty, that's really great news. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, of course. Yeah. They go ninety. They go wow. So yeah, it's exciting. And also as well, what you know, again, this isn't a um, don't get your news from this podcast. Jesus Christ, do you know what I mean? If you want to know about pillows or how to brew a beer, yeah, this is the podcast for you. Yeah. If you want to know how much sleep Robbie's had? Yeah, but don't this don't don't use this don't as get your, your medical source. advice. No, do not get your medical advice from this whatsoever. But that's just one vaccine. That's the Pfizer one, and they're saying that the AstraZeneca one, the is it the Oxford or the yeah. Cambridge um, vaccine? That's the one I've been supporting. Still... I don't know what team you support, but I support Oxford <laughs> and vaccine wars. I am, I am what they call a glory supporter when it comes to vaccines. Are you? Yeah. At the moment, I, was, I mean, I'm, I'm pleased right there's a Pfizer's. vaccine, but I'm a little bit disappointed that Oxford didn't nail this one. I was that was really backing them as because they seem to be quite far I'm, ahead of for a bit. I'm going to get a half and half scarf, half Pfizer, half AstraZeneca. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely half and half farmer scarves. Oh, that's the name of the pod, isn't it? I've I've got a um, half and half Scotland and Germany uh, scarf <laughs> from when from when I went to watch Scotland Germany, and I was on I was on the train going up to Hampden Park, and Scotland fans were singing to the German fans, "We hate the English more than you." <laughs> Just having a real good moment of bonding over it. Yeah, you know I'm going to get a half and half scarf. <laughs> So I thought I'm going to get a half and half scarf to celebrate this. I was I, I went to Grimsby Town versus Cheltenham in the League Two playoff back in Crikey 2006, yeah. and it was at Cardiff. It was at the Millennium Stadium when Wembley was being um, rebuilt, and I was quite pissed on the way there. Sobered up dramatically during the game when we lost to, to Cheltenham, but I bought a scarf thinking it was just a normal Grimsby Town scarf because the guy holding it. <laughs> 
had obviously just a Grimsby bit at the front because they have them over their arm. And yeah. I didn't see the Cheltenham bit on the other side. So I bought what I thought was a normal scarf, then was in the stadium, realised it was a half-and-half <laughs> scarf, and was even more angry that I parted 15 quid for a half-and-half half scarf. I was like, oh, my God. I went to the Millennium Stadium to watch, um, I can't imagine the Worthington Cup final, Liverpool Man U, and there was someone selling half-and-half half Liverpool Man U scarves. I was like, who's buying that, mate? <laughs> like, who's getting Someone that? has not done their... <laughs> research there yeah. uh, rd is it rd r and d yep research has not been undertaken no i thought i mean i can get why well, you might want to get like a liverpool and spartak moscow to celebrate your little trip away but you're not gonna you're not gonna wear that out are you no not at all yeah <laughs> it's like a half and half england and germany scarf <laughs> yeah yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, half and half scarves are underrated. I didn't think we'd be thinking about, about that on the podcast. That's the magic for the perverts, isn't it? They get a bit. Well, that's the thing. Jeremy Fergus Walsh on, you know, on or any of the BBC, you know, look at what's uh, Laura Kunzberg. I'm sure they have, when they do their podcasts, it's all aligned as to what they're going to do. Don't, don't, don't go off script. Whereas we, you know what I mean, we can talk about scarves. We'll talk about pillows. We'll talk about a, a lump in my scrotum. So I want to talk to you about a lump in my scrotum. No, I'm just joking. Um, what, are you do- what are you doing today, Robbie? Well, more, before I get onto that, I'll tell you that oh, okay. also just before, because you're a little bit late coming on because you're on the phone, I um, took the opportunity to order a pack of three storage boxes that will fit in my office shelves in an effort to tidy up my All office right. shelves and really? some cable ties, reusable cable ties, Ooh. so I can get my little HDMI cables. I can use my labelling thing to label Lovely. what they are. Lovely. And I can, um, and I can uh, just label up all my all my little cable ties, so I've got so I know so. all my little cables. So I've got them all neatly packed away. That's great. Thank you. You're absolutely nailing it, aren't you? Nailing yep. life and admin. Yeah. Um, I intend to go to ASDA. Nice. Later on. Um, the one, the one in uh, Clapham Junction. The very same, yep. Robbie. I'm actually going for a run at half eleven. So I'll edit this quickly. I will. I then go to cycling to Hyde Park. I'm going for a run with my mate Joe. So we'll go for a run around Hyde Park. He's a big lad as well. Not like fat, fat, but he's just very tall and bulky. Um, I'd say it's around around the 17 stone mark. But he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a heavy, heavy, like thick set. Like he's a bear. Like he's a, he's a. But he's fit. He doesn't a lot of boxing. So we're going to try and go around Hyde Park oh. a few times today. Um, yesterday was supposed to be my rest day, but I just really fancied a run. So I'm going to do a run today. I might have a rest day tomorrow. But yeah, then I just need to get a few little small essentials that I forgot last week from our big shop. So basically butter, eggs, um, bin bags for recycling. But I also need, I want to look at some, if there's any filing options in the uh, in the stationery department of uh, Adidas. As to, I'm fully aware that it's not an essential item. But What, what um, um, sort of filing items are you after? Well, I, I, I actually tidied my dressing, uh, not dressing table, it was, um, I've got a big chest of drawers in my hallway. I had loads of paperwork on top of it and I basically tidied all that away. It's currently in another cupboard, but it's all intersections, so like mortgage stuff, council tax stuff, hospital stuff, uh, house insurance stuff, which is what I was on the phone before we came onto this about. But I just wouldn't mind like a, a maybe a 10 to 12 compartmental filing thing do you know what I mean yeah yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. expandable expandable yeah. box file I think like an called. accordion of filing 
an accordion of filing. Do you know what I mean a Vianetta of filing is what, what essentially what I'm looking for. So I might have a look in Asda and see if they've got there. And also got fifty pounds in my wallet, which I got out Ooh. the other week um, when I went to Deal, which I wholeheartedly recommend going to Deal in Kent if you're looking for a nice holiday once you're allowed to. Went to the Rose in Deal. Beautiful. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on this podcast. Beautiful hotel. It's basically a pub with eight rooms, and they're really quite nice. Have a look if you're into that kind of thing. Anyway. We got recommended to go to a, a few places, um, an amazing French, uh, French wine shop across the road, which is like a wine bar. Abs- I fell in love with it. Like, I wanted to move to Deal based on the fact that there was this amazing French wine shop that had this French lady that knew everything about wine oh. that brought me over an absolutely incredible Pinot Noir that I absolutely enjoyed. And then on the uh, on another table, the three old lads... Uh, one of them was a photographer. One of them was an actor. One of them was a choreographer, and they were just setting the world to right, setting the world to rights. And it was, it was just so funny. They were just being really, really funny, kind of chatting to other people. They'd obviously like not really spoken to many people since being in, you know, deal. Yeah. But it was great. So um, I had to get cash out for the pub that we went to. That we went to the ship pub. And they said it's cash only, so that's what um, I had to try to get fifty pound cash out. Anyway, it turns out that the round was so low, I could pay with my the pounds in my pocket. Oh. So I've got fifty quid in my in my wallet, which I don't really want in my wallet. So I'm just going to pop it back in the bank. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, you do, you do what you like. Banks are open, aren't they? Uh, I'd have thought so. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bank holiday. Um, so that's that, really. And then to, just going to potter about later on. Uh, just do. I might polish me silver. You permission? Sure. No, yeah. it's just on the list of things to do, and I haven't done it yet. Hundred, hundred and twenty. Uh, have I got hundred twenty on my Any house house account? Hundred and twenty followers. That's good. It's not bad, is it? And yeah, I think the majority of them are perverts. So fair play to the perverts for listening. Um, if you want to follow, it's at the Mansion Flat on Instagram. It's got one post so far. Which has forty-seven likes. I don't mind it, but yeah, there'll be. I'll be adding more. If you if you like house stuff, house renovation, the kind of like bits and bobs, the mansion flat. Yeah, get involved. Get involved. I tell you what else I did. Go I on. opened my first bottle of my black bin bag porter last night. How was it? it? It was the best porter I've ever had. I don't drink a lot of porter. I just say this. It was so great. Really, the carbonation on it was absolutely perfect. Uh, the color, the smell, everything—it was so, so sorry, smooth. Do you, have, do you have carbonation on a porter then? You have a, you have a less. So you you put in different amounts of priming sugar depending on the style of the beer, generally. So there, yes, yeah. there is some some carbonation to it, but it was just lovely. Okay, it a little a lovely little smooth head at the top. Um, I'd, 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 no, no, I'd done. Um, I the mistake I made in Binday IPA two at Doc's Beers, I. Um, I, I've, I've fixed that with the carbonation of this one. It's just, it was just lovely. So, if at any point you're anywhere near me, um, pop in and I'll give you a few bottles. Or pop in, pop to the front door. You're not coming in. We're break, we're not breaking the law. Um, I'll give you a few bottles to take away because it was absolutely lovely. If you like a porter, you will absolutely love. It. It's very chocolatey, almost coffee-ish. Beautiful. Not my recipe. Can't claim the credit. But I didn't make it. But you did make it. Yeah, I did make it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm. Uh, I'll. I'll, I'll when, when, when I'm allowed to, I'll swing by and um, pop Port, in and uh, yeah. tasty, sweet little porter. 
Yeah, do it. I don't. I've got. Uh, I've got. I've got. Maybe. Uh, do you know what? Again, I'm not a massive porter drinker. In fact, I'm trying not to drink at all during lockdown. But I do have about twelve, maybe sixteen cans of some Doc's beers porter that I just haven't had yet. You, you, you drink it at room temperature, don't you? Well, I I got this one out of the fridge, and it was, and I put this in the fridge because I quite like a refrigerated drink, and it was it was absolutely I lovely. Do, yeah. So I think you can do what you yeah. I think you can do what you like. I don't know. You have to follow the rules. But I, well, I, I got yeah. out of the fridge, and it was and it was lovely. And I. I say I'm not a porter drinker, but I would happily session this, and I'm going to be playing through this one very quickly. This Fair enough. Yeah, loved it. Fair play to you. Yeah, thank you. Um, right, well, I might get ready for this run. Nice. It's going to take me 16 minutes to cycle to uh, Hyde Park Corner, where I'm meeting Joe, and then I'm going to get on it. I don't think I've got anything else to tell you. I think that's pretty much it, really. Okay, good. Well, that's fine. Well, let's, 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 um, let's call it a day, then. Uh, just, um, I guess, just a, th- a thanks to the, the perverts for listening to this podcast and keeping oh, yeah, it Yeah, thanks, perverts. Yeah, that's very nice. That the, um, the numbers are still going up and, uh, I mean, last time we were all like, oh, if you review it, give it five stars, mention the word bin, we'll read it out. I can't really be asked this time. Nah, just, just um, do, you do what you like, guys. Listen, if you want, Dennis, do if you want, like. we're just here. We're just here we're if just you need here. us. Yeah. And if yeah. you are a major brand that want to give us a brand deal, then, you know, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Cool. All right, Robbie. I guess I'll uh, speak to you tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Bye, Robbie.